Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Greetings, Cool Boy Bat Nation, and welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I'm Ballard. And I'm Steve. Uh, So cool. Tonight's episode is The Cape and Cow Conspiracy, directed by Frank Parr. Written by Elliot S. Magan, and it aired on October 14th, 1992, and the villain is Josiah Wormwood. Wikipedia says, Baron Yosek, furious at Batman for humiliating himself at a dinner party over Yosek's underworld connections, hires Josiah Wormwood, a master in setting traps for his victims, to hunt down Batman and bring back Heroes, Cape, and Cowl. Note, based on the comic book story, The Cape and Cowl Death Trap, from Detective Comics number 450, published August 1975, and that was also written by Elliot S. Magan. So the same writer of this episode was the guy who wrote that original comic. And I'm sure we all know that comic, right, Steve? Because we've all read every Detective Comics, so we know issue number 450 correct i've never read it but that's super cool i don't think they do that that often that they get the writer of the comic to write the the episode that they are uh, homaging yeah that's a great point and uh you know this was a very interesting episode indeed um you know so they introduced this saw type of uh guy this episode jigsaw you jigsaw character jigsaw. yeah i've never seen saw, yeah so i don't know what who the fuck is. is wormwood yeah it's a, it, i've never heard of wormwood i don't know if he's never heard a of a character from the comics or not but uh they just suddenly throw like batman knows who he is he seems like i guess he's a well-known criminal you know what's yeah no and gordon even mentions it they're like oh yeah josiah wormwood or yeah. whatever the fuck yeah, so it's like someone that is well known within this criminal world to for creating these traps. He's definitely yeah, you're right, the jigsaw. It's stupid because you know what? We should have just had this episode postponed. The storyline should have been postponed to down the road, and this should have been a Riddler episode. Oh yeah, it definitely felt like this was. I thought this w- was going to originally, I think as a kid or maybe even watching it, rewatching it now, like turn into uh, some sort of more of a villain not just like, I Wormwood. I thought this time watching it this time for this episode this recording I popped this on I was like the cape and the cow conspiracy I don't remember this one okay well I'll, I'll, this will be interesting and it starts with this character walking through like some kind of like mini golf course or some shit with some like stupid ass riddle like all written in like you know like ransom like letters and I'm like oh shit it's the Riddler and then you get this profile somebody, and it doesn't sound like the Riddler, and you're like, what? Who? What? And then you get another shot, and you see him, and he's got blonde hair, receding blonde hairline, and all that shit. And you're just like, what? Who is this? Who? Oh, who, who the, the fuck, fuck is, is Wormwood? Wormwood? Like, it's just, I don't, I, I did not even care. I immediately was just like, oh, this is such a filler episode. 
Yeah, you didn't like it because it wasn't a, a known villain. Yeah. You're you're one of those. One of those. Well, uh, they, it needs mainly to be because I wanted gallery. to be the Riddler. And I, when, when are we going to get the Riddler? That I forgot when question. the Riddler gets introduced. It's when, way when, too late. When is the Riddler coming in? I don't know. I can't remember, but we'll find out soon. I'm going to go through my uh, my episode guide and see. The Riddler shows up in uh, production number episode number 40. Well, very soon. Ten more episodes. If you're so smart, why aren't Nine. you rich? That's a great episode. Uh, if I recall, that's actually a great episode. And there's another Riddler episode. It's like a video game or something. And that's a great one, too. Oh, like a virtual mm-hmm. reality one? Or something like the, that, if I, I recall. I, if I recall, that was a fun virtual reality one. And that yeah. was, it was all the rage, the idea of virtual reality. Uh, but, yeah, you know, this one was definitely, like, a kind of a one-off. Yeah, like yeah, a one-off like Nostromo. Wasn't that one? Like uh, Prophecy of Doom? Uh-huh. It's like a one-off like that, isn't it? You know, but, like, it was interesting how Batman basically – you kind of just see him, how he works the case. So, like, this is this is just, like, a typical, you know, small-time villain who's stolen some money. I guess. He's stolen a bunch of – what was it? He stole a bunch of gold bars or something? I don't even know. Something that was stored in a safe – something that was uh, stored in a safe somewhere? In, like, a, in a train station maybe? Or they didn't know? They were not sure, I guess? But basically he, like, gets the – one of the um, Wormwood's pals to – to run away he scares him off and then he pretends to be him and hires him wormwood to then get batman you know, that, oh that's wow yeah spoiler alert for the end of the episode sure yeah absolutely. just the whole structure of it like showing how batman works a case and it's something that he goes back to a few times where he, he impersonates somebody else so he, he basically scares off this baron guy or whatever his name is and then you know yosek and then comes back and uh, you know pretends to be him. Well, yeah, you're right, Steve. I guess. And the other thing is, is that it's a really gutsy move how he scares off the Baron. I mean, he steals him out of a fucking fundraiser, like just swoops him up in mid speech. He, he takes him outside, then goes, "Hey, you like falling?" And then essentially takes him to heights where he's gonna like threaten to drop his ass to essentially scare him out of town. Oh yeah, and it's the, basically that's the he's he's being super intense. So to be like super intense, you're gonna if you want to stay in, in Gotham, it's up to you. But you, you might not live, you know. Basically, is how he's he's uh, portraying it. He says, "Get out of town." So then he he knows that the that this guy is gonna run away. Yeah, he does. He scares the fuck out of him. So then Batman impersonates Yosek, the Baron, to essentially he does get a good job. Wormwood to admit where the key to whatever the fuck is going or the where the, the the safe somewhere that has all the all the bonds or some shit yeah but you can whatever. tell that is that entrapment steve by the way oh uh, well yeah no batman's crossing all these sorts of lines i don't know if it's exactly entrapment because he's just asking him to reveal a crime that he's committed you know entrapment is basically when you're um you're trying to get somebody to commit a crime that they would normally not have committed and without you have telling them to do it basically or like having them go along with you oh so if wormwood had actually hurt that woman on the tracks rather than being a hologram that could have been then like he committed a crime because of what batman set him up to do which was get the cape and cowl 
So Batman could have been really fucked if that was a real lady that died. It would be died. more like a conspiracy issue. I, that's not entrapment. Entrapment, because but Batman's not a law enforcement. You know, entrapment only applies uh, to law enforcement agencies. I and see. So it would be a law enforcement thing where they are basically making a citizen commit a crime so they can prosecute. Yeah. Them. <laughs> that that that's. This that's is bad though. This is all kinds of gray and shades of gray right now going on with Batman. Yeah, you know, I think that. Uh, well, you know, it's it's interesting. He he definitely from the get go, you could tell that he's a little suspicious. Like, why would why was his buddy want to know? Like, tell me how you got uh, those bonds or whatever he's asking for. You know, it's like mm-hmm. why would he ask that question? I would totally have yeah. Been suspicious I want to know exactly that. how you got them and what you're doing with them. That's <laughs> uh, a lot of. Here's the okay. When we actually get to the point where they, when he gives up the goods, he tells them where Wormwood, Wormwood actually tells Yosek the Baron or whatever, where where the bonds are. He gives way too much information up. Batman literally, as the Baron, just simply asks what you're doing with them and how you got them, and he's all like, "Well, after I got them, I stored them here." It's like, wait, Batman never Baron. Nobody asked about where they were and just gave up like this goods. Like so easily, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it was it was uh, a little much, but that was it has to you know be wrapped up in a neat little box at the end. Speaking of wrapped up in a neat little box, we finally got the fucking bat signal. Ooh, I know that was kind of interesting. That they, I love that, they that throw signal. It in this this episode, so that, I know all episodes like, throwaway. The, like this Warwood episode that like is a kind of a you know one off to me it has the bat signal so, and I, I was like trying to think like is this the first time the bat signal they mentioned it though they're like this is a yeah, new they, toy yeah he says that yeah uh, Batman actually says to Gordon he's like hey check out your new fucking bat signal super sexy and hot and I love it and Gordon's like yeah do me on it it's crazy it's a very it's, it's obviously very very specifically brand new it's definitely at this point Batman has created a, re- a working relationship with the police it hasn't always been that way but you know, at this point in the Batman history, he's created that working relationship, which is interesting. Yeah, and then so um, when, when you know get, he gets the Batman signal, he's talking with Gordon. Uh, they get another clue or whatever. A they get one of these riddles. Riddler clue, you know. Yeah, it is. So this is what it is, Steve. And I want you to try to guess the answer to it, okay? Where iron horses go to rot, and children toot their horns a lot. Train Town, of course. I love that. That's great. I love whenever Batman or anyone like like a Batman character like Robin or Batman are always like they get it so quickly. Well, like Train Town, of course. Obviously, jeez. And then that's a really also... good hologram. You know, wow. I was oh, I was blown. Oh away. yeah, oh yeah. That lady, the yeah, the lady on the tracks is an amazing hologram. And then Batman even goes hologram, eh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> like he's like he's all like he points it out to the audience for children who are like, wait. Where what happened? Was go? she a ghost? We also get another another um, riddle coming up too, because this uh, whole train town uh, ploy by Wormwood failed. He said a Batman was another one, and it was where George Washington and young Babe Ruth stand side by side with John Wilkes Booth. Batman will find a plan most uncouth. The Wax Museum. The De La Rue's Wax Museum, Steve. That's right. Obviously. That's absolutely right. And Steve, one of my favorite things about this Wax Museum, they have 
the best light bulb ever that they have unnecessarily uh, yeah, above was, all the wax sculptures. They have a 20,000 you know? watt light bulb. You know, Woo-hoo! for the purposes of just creating a giant wax floor for some reason. I don't know. Why the fuck would you want to ever wipe out all In of your wax? like statues that fast and that messily? Yeah, doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. But it at least no he sense. can read the sign. You know, yeah, he knows he's not dreaming. Yeah, well, he knows he's not dreaming, of course, yes. Like what happened last episode with Perchance to Dream. Uh-huh. My other favorite thing about this uh, wax museum, and something that they thought of clearly when they were putting it together. So, just in case that light bulb ever broke, they had nerve gas in the ceiling <laughs> just to be released. I think that that was something he rigged up. Oh, that was horrible. That, was, that, that wasn't was the wax. That wasn't De La Rue. Same with this thing. Like, why is there a, um, like steel trap there's like steel bars and i don't know it definitely seemed like wormwood came in and and modified the, the place yeah and what kind of fucking wax museum uses only one monochrome wax like there's no colors here it's just it's all gray wax like sculptures no that was whole- through wormwood's uh tv that you were watching right now he was he was watching it through you were seeing it through his monitor you wait, no, because when you watch oh, the, yeah, in right. color of yeah. Batman, look, see, they're all gray, they're all monochrome. Well, you know, this is like 1940s, they didn't and they're all melting. And then he, and then, so anyway, so Wormwood gets Batman right in the end by uh, with the ner- with the nerve gas, I guess, right? If that was not De La Rue's putting in, if that uh, was Wormwood's. Yeah, he didn't want to kill him. He just wants his his uh, cape and cow. He gets it. He does. He does. He's, he bests Batman. But, like, it's such a weird thing to, uh, Batman just gets, like, sucked under wax and, like, he should just go for it and kill Batman at this point, you know, if he's a real criminal. Be like, I was the one that killed Batman. Yeah, well, you know, he couldn't. Because Batman had a second mask. Well, no, wait, that doesn't, he could still kill it. No, not with the second mask, because that second mask was badass. That was a great mask. I love the Zorro second mask. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I thought of it as like a ninja mask or something. No, it's totally Zorro. I think it's much more of like a callback to Zorro because, I mean, Batman is a creation which was inspired by Zorro, if my understanding is correct. Oh, yeah. Not only by Zorro, but Zorro was a huge influence, not only in probably this character of Batman, which is what, you know, Grey Ghost and Zorro probably. But uh, Zorro, if I'm not mistaken, was the movie that the Waynes were walking out of that when they were killed. Right? Wasn't it the Mark of Zorro? I have no idea. I think it's the Mark of Zorro is the movie they were walking out of. But you are right. It says Bob Kane did credit Zorro as part of his inspiration for Batman. Yeah, I, I believe that was the case. Yeah. So, whatever. So, Batman gives up his cowl, and then, you know, he ends up letting Wormwood go talk to Baron, who is him. And Wormwood gives up way too much info, like we discussed. And then Batman puts on the cape and cowl, and then he fucking throws onto the table the mask that was Baron's mask. But right next to that mask is the cape and cowl on the table. Did you see that shit? Yes. That's so crazy. Isn't that crazy? It it's is. So, why? Why the? There's such bad animation on on the show at times. <laughs> the when, inconsistencies. But all, you almost want. I almost want to think that 
that it's like a bad edit. Like the mask should have been like thrown down, and then the cape and the cowl were there, and then they cut back to Batman revealing himself standing up from the chair. But as it currently is cut, Batman stands up from the chair wearing the full cape and cowl, and then on the table when he throws down Baron's mask is the cape and cowl just fucking chilling on the table. Well, maybe he has two. Is it? Well, no. He says like he asks him, "What are you gonna do with it?" And he's like, "I'm gonna wear it." And he puts it on. And then it's like, wait, okay, maybe there are two. I'm not entirely sure what's going on here. How Thank does, you, writers and or animators. How is he able to alter his body structure? Oh, dude, he's wearing a fat suit. Yeah, he's really good. You know, he, I think the most impressive thing is where is he storing this fat suit as soon as he, you know, or how to – He I gets guess taller, it's just, too. His his disrobing and, and robing of outfits is incredible. It is. He, it's an art form. I think he oh. probably took years of lessons for it. Do you think he has a Baron costume, like next to like a Smith costume, next to like all his janitor costumes, next to like all the other random well, people I, he's ever I, been? The Bat Janitor is the best one. And then what ensues is a pretty good fist fight, I would have to say, between Wormwood and Batman. That uh-huh. is maybe this episode's saving grace for me. Is it's a good fist fight that ends up with him like, like kind of almost being thrown out of a building and it's kind of like a fake out like you think he's thrown to his death because he's like and then it turns out to be like you know weights from a gym that fell all the way Uh to the street Uh but but it cuts back to him he's like just hanging on to batman you're like what a little pussy like he screamed like he was (laughs) falling that whole time when hanging on to batman (laughs) that's a good point uh, whatever. Um, I do like the ending of this also with uh, Batman sending Wormwood something in jail, and it has a little riddle, you know, to play a little game, tete-a-tete. Uh, the, the note reads, Confinement will speed your reform, but long, cold nights will be the norm. So here's the thing to keep you warm. And the fucking gift is a cape and cowl. Yeah, I think he was impressed. I think that was him saying, you know what? You You almost got me. You're you're good. You could have killed me, but you're honorable. You just wanted yeah. my cape and cow. Yeah, and and here it is. You know what? If uh, if Wormwood was smart, he would just put that shit up on eBay, like right away, and make a lot of money. No one would believe that it was the a real. There need to be like a certificate of, of authenticity. Maybe He's that like, came hey, with hey, it. Hey, Batman, can uh can you sign something or something so I can sell this? Yeah, yeah, Batman, and then get like you know someone else. No one believes me that this is real. Yeah, and there's a witness that has to sign as well to prove that it actually is. (laughs) Some sort of certificate. Yeah, some kind of authenticator that actually has to be there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like it's Bruce Wayne has to like actually sign it too. (laughs) They get a notary. Well, Steve, I give this two out of five boys. Two out of five. Yeah, I didn't really care for it. It, it really felt like filler to me. You know, I thought that there was – let me look at my notes on this one. Yeah, it was pretty standard is basically what I would say. Uh, I would give it two and a half boys. Two and a half? Yeah. Out of five boys? Wow. Okay. I didn't think you were going to agree with me so much on this one, but, you know, I agree. Like, yeah, it's not that good. And then, and, and then what's the real sad thing about this too, Steve? As we pointed out earlier, that uh, it just seems that it was written by the same person. <laughs> I, I don't know. You just pointed out. Steve, okay. <laughs> Steve, I'll, say, I'll say it again. And Steve, the real sad thing here is that 
this episode was written by the same writer who wrote the original comic back in 1975, issue number 450 of Detective Comics, The Cape and Cowl Death Trap. Elliot S. Magan also wrote this one, The Cape and Cowl <laughs> Conspiracy. Yeah. That's sad. I guess so. He was probably uh, proud. He was probably happy to Steve, come. Steve, look, there was a certificate of authenticity. It was the bat logo. It was the official bat logo oh, wow. stamped on. Yeah, that's it. That's it. eBay. <laughs> you agree? I agree. Great bat stuff, Steve. Cool boy nation. Tune in next week. Same cool bat time. Same cool bat channel. Cool boy, Bat Nation. Be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of the cape and cow conspiracy or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at Batman and Beyond Coolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with the Cool Boys podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. Where the cool boys have all kinds of uncensored discussions about usually bods and dongs and all the boners they've given us. As always, be sure to like and subscribe to the cool boys. Also, review us on iTunes. Give us a rating. You can donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck. There you go. Only costs a buck. Only costs a buck. And no, you and you haven't even done it. Yeah. Why would I? I don't support that. Mis misogynistic homophobic it's, what <laughs> you're bashing yourself batman hang on I thank you for listening stay cool cool boy bat nation until next time it's biases from bat ballard and that's biases from bat steve so cool batman and beyond oh yeah Batman and beyond. Oh, 